Hello, everyone, and welcome to Paradox Untold Stories from Athletic Directors. I am Dr. Danielle Point, and my co-host is Dr. Dustin Smith. And today, we have Kelly Lewis with us. How are you today, Kelly? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, before we get started, I want to thank Ticket Spigot, who is our sponsor and the official digital ticketing provider of the NIAAA. So thank you to them for making all of our episodes possible. So, Dustin, how are you doing over there today? Man, I'm I'm doing wonderful, magnificent, radiant, whatever you want to say in Greenwood, Arkansas. Just living the dream here and excited uh, because we we've had several several guests from the NIAAU cohort, uh, and and this today's guest is no different. Uh, Kelly's been in that, but but what I like is we're actually breaking down a wall. We haven't been to North Carolina in this in this podcast, so. Kelly is our maiden voyage here, so we get to we get to dive in with somebody who's got a wealth of experience as an athletic director, um, been an administrator for over 20 years, uh, and as, as I said, he resides in North Carolina. We'll talk about that in a little bit. He's in the NIAAAU cohort. Um, some would question the mentors that are in that cohort, but uh, <laughs> Kelly signed up for that. I'm excited to have Kelly on the podcast today. Kelly, uh, how are things for you out in North Carolina? Things are well. Things are well. We're we're still uh, we're still hot and humid, but uh, we're yeah you know, we're cranked up and we're full steam ahead right now. Now we we've had a guest from South Carolina. Can you can you confirm or deny that North Carolina is better than South Carolina? Whoa, uh, he went there. <laughs> yeah, well, I can I can confirm that. Uh, South Carolina pays their coaches and their athletic directors a lot better than North Carolina. <laughs> uh, so that may give them an edge uh, all, all by themselves. But uh, North Carolina is a pretty good state as well. Well, let, let's talk about who Kelly Lewis is. I always like to ask the question of, tell me what the resume doesn't tell us about Kelly. We can talk about you being in ministry and talk about you living in North Carolina and that you've um, been part of the NIAAAU cohort. But tell us the things that make Kelly Lewis Kelly Lewis outside of this profession of athletic administration. Well, that's easy. That's uh, that's going to be uh, my family. Uh, um, I have uh, four children, uh, all girls, twins in the middle. So uh, and they're all close in age. My oldest is 25 and the youngest is 22 now. So you can imagine what that was like when when they were little, <laughs> all running around the house together uh, at the same time. And um we couldn't play. We couldn't play man, so we had to end up playing zone. Um, man, man was out of the question. So uh, we played a lot of zone defense. Um, so spending time with them and uh, my wife Catherine, she brought them to the football games on Friday night. And you know, you give them a Snickers and run them around on the Gator at the end of a football game, and they were happy as they could be. So um, and now I also like uh, I like cooking. That's something that uh, a lot of people probably don't know. And then. Uh, since I've moved down here to the coast recently, I, I picked up uh, surf fishing. So I like to get out and go fishing uh, as often as often as I can. Uh, you know, we put in those hours, but, you know, a lot of times when I leave the office, I like to leave the office and just come home and spend time with my, my wife and uh, uh, FaceTime with my children. You know, they're out of the house now, but get together with them anytime we can. Now, when you say cooking, there's some uh, barbecue, legendary barbecue out of North Carolina. Let me ask you this. Is your barbecue sauce vinegar-based or not vinegar-based? 
It is vinegar based. Okay. It's definitely vinegar based. And no other barbecue sauce matches that, right? That's the only way to do it. It doesn't, because I went to college at East Carolina, and East Carolina barbecue sauce is the good old vinegar vinegar sauce. So uh, that's that's still the sauce of choice. <laughs> did you did you do you? I guess should I say? Do you put coleslaw on your barbecue sandwich, or is the coleslaw just a side item? I like it as a side. Okay. Uh, my my wife likes to put it on there, but I'd rather just have sauce and meat on on my sandwich. I'm with you. You're you're my kind of man, Kelly. I like to <laughs> I like to hear that. So we talk about being in North Carolina. Paint on a map for those geographically challenged. Exactly where you're at. You talk about being on the coast, but uh, kind of paint the picture of where you are in North Carolina. So the easiest uh, probably is uh, if you get on Interstate 40 and you go east uh, when it ends you'll be in Wilmington, North Carolina. So uh, I-40 uh, ends in Wilmington. Uh, so we're about two hours uh, east of Raleigh. Um, and we're, we're two counties up from, from South Carolina. We're close to Horry County, which is Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. A lot of people know where that is. Um, so we're, we're closer to South Carolina uh, border, obviously, than we are Virginia. So we're down towards the um, southeastern part of North Carolina, but uh, I-40 ends right in New Hanover County. So as you as you talk about Raleigh, and I'm going to ask Danielle this question, do you know what's significant about Raleigh? They call it the triangle. Do you know why they call it the triangle? Enlighten me, Dustin. <laughs> well, North Carolina, Duke, and NC State are all within seven miles of each other right there, and they make a triangle. Yep. I did yep. not know that. Yeah, Raleigh, yeah, Durham, to, Chapel Hill. Yeah, I'm here to just try to enlighten you. I'm trying to broaden your horizons a little bit, trying to season you a little bit. When you need to go scuba diving, though, you just let me know. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm out on that. I don't know. Do you scuba dive for you? Have you done any of that? Do what? Hey, do you scuba dive? Have you done any of that? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. no. I'm going to keep my head above water as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> says every AD ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not right. just scuba diving. Just as That's AD. right. Yeah. All, yeah, all aspects. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, in Arkansas, we don't have, I mean, you scuba dive, but they call it uh, noodling. They go fishing without a pole. They just go down and trap catfish in holes and right. them with their hands. Right. Yeah. Different form of scuba diving. Yes, know. sir. Just a, just a little bit. <laughs> so, well, go ahead. Well, no, I'm saying to, to inform with keeping your head above water. You know, is there is there any times when you've had to, you know, try to keep your head above water? Do you have any of those crazy times where you're like, what is happening? <laughs> is there like a camera on me? Right. Uh, well, in in 20 years, you you probably have a, a collection a collection of those. But one that um that I remember kind of vividly was my first year uh, as an AD. Um, we go into the school and the principal his office doors open uh, his radios on his desk, but he's um he's nowhere he's nowhere to be found. Um, and we and it's during school day, so we're going to school, and all of a sudden they call over the intercom, ask the principal to to come to the office where the principal's at, and um, we're looking. Um, and uh, it come to find out uh, he uh, was out on the softball field. So out is it tied any type of 
uh, event, any type of somebody missed something. I was always going to involve athletics. It, it never failed. So he's out on the softball field. Um, and uh, he, he said that he was attacked by some students, by some gang members, that type of thing. But um, we come to the end of this and this was all, he all inflicted this on himself. Um, apparently he was getting into some trouble with the central office, some people accused plagiarism and, and that type of thing. And so he was trying to find a, trying to find a way out. Um, and so, but I'm saying, why are you calling me? Uh, I'm just the athletic director, first year athletic director. <laughs> Says, well, uh, we need you to come out to the softball field uh, and help us. And so they called me out there and that's, that's where, that's where he was, was out there on the softball field, faking his, uh, faking his injuries uh, and everything <laughs> like that, you know, and it's getting right basketball season. And um, I cancel a basketball game because they rush him and he's got police guarding his hospital because he thinks it's a gang thing. And so I get fussed at because I canceled a basketball game. Well, nobody gave me, there's, there's not any AD instruction manual, what to do when your principal fakes uh, injuries and says he got attacked by gang members. Um, and so you they missed said, that well, chapter? Yeah, right. Missed that one. So you know, I, I, it wasn't in the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. So um, I was like, really? You're asking me about canceling a game when, you know, the principal that you hired, he just hired me. Uh, so, um, that was, that was the first one. And that was my very first year as an athletic director. I'd only been on the job a few months when that happened. I have so many questions. Yeah. yeah. Fire away. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just like, you just got like roped into this like scandal more or less because this person decided this was the softball field was a good idea, yeah. uh, a good place for this to this encounter to occur. So, so you kind of got roped into this, but oh my goodness, what a mess to kind of start off with! Like you have no control over it, yet it directly affects you, which is right. a very common theme with all of our stories that we have. And now you're canceling a basketball game for. And you're taking the heat for that when you're just trying to keep it together. Right. The principal. right. Ma maintain common order. You know, the assistant principals, they didn't know what to do. They were new. They had been at middle schools. That, at least I had had experience teaching and coaching at the high school level. So knew what it was at the high school level. But, you know, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know. You, you go to your admin for advice and they're like, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? I was like, well, I don't know what you want to do. You know, <laughs> that's what it felt like. You know, nobody, you know, nobody wanted to make a decision. So, you know, uh, I went with now, it. Well, and, and, and also, it's also important to remember a common theme that we hear is you were making these decisions based off of the limited information you had at the time. You only right. knew X and Y at the time. Right. Um, right. Maybe just X at this point, actually. <laughs> so... So, oh, how how did this get discovered? Like, this could um, not have been an easy year for you. Well, you know, because one of the first things they do is they go try to find the uh, the video, and that was back when the video was still stored on VHS. There was none, so he had started the day by tape by taking all the tapes out of the out of the cameras and turning the cameras off. So once they dug into it, they found out that uh, he did all of this himself, planned it, organized it. Said he got drugged to the softball field, but he didn't have any scuff marks on his shoes or anything. The softball field was about 
you know, 300 feet from, from the back of the school. It was quite a ways, uh, and, you know, no video and, um, you know, previous reports of, uh, plagiarizing and sending stuff to the, to the faculty and, um, and his, his injuries were like, he looked like he took his car keys and kind of scratched his, uh, forearms and stuff. And just like superficial stuff. And I'm just, and threw himself against the backstop to kind of like, you know, like a rib injury, like he got punched in the ribs or something. So, uh, it was, it turned out to be a real, real wild, uh, crazy, crazy mess uh, altogether. It sounds to me like this is a 2020 episode waiting to happen, but yeah. uh, and beside of that, when uh, when you canceled the game, did you know that these were fake injuries at the time, or was no. it just information no. that they rushed him to the hospital because they right right because the game was the next day. I mean, we they were still trying to sort through everything. This didn't come out until probably you know a few weeks later uh, after they did all the investigation uh, and stuff like that. But the game was was the next day, and people were just like. You know, they were all worried and there's going to be retaliation and there's going to be gang members at the basketball game. So you're thinking about, you know, you're always thinking about safety. So, you know, you're thinking about what's the best decision for the entire school and everybody that, that that's going to be involved. Um, but they were like, well, you know, you shouldn't have done that because we wanted to try to make things. We wanted to try to keep them normal. I'm like, there's nothing normal about what just <laughs> happened. How do you want me to go to normal? Yeah, yeah, you know, because of it, I'm just like, yeah, no, um, we're going to be abnormal today. Well, and whether you, you know, I know you didn't know um, that it wasn't real, but it's still not okay that it wasn't real. There's clearly some issues that needed to be taken care of before, right. you know, um, you guys kind of proceed. And man, that is a rough first year so yeah. I'm assuming that he didn't stay in the principal position for long yeah no that was the he never even came back on campus after yeah <laughs> so now somebody you're trying and, somebody came and got his stuff for him I was saying you're now you're trying to navigate your first year of being an AD right. almost you know at the helm by yourself right yeah with, with no principal because then they let the APs uh, run it, and then once they went through the investigation, well, they didn't bring an interim in. They didn't bring a new principal in until January or or February. Um, and so I was just more or less telling the other APs, "Hey, this is what we got going on. This is what we're doing. These are the games this week. You know, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there." Because, like I said, they were inexperienced as well uh, at the high school level, um, and still trying to figure it out themselves. And the school was in the school was only three years old. The school had only been around. That was only the third year that school had been open as well. So everything was new to everybody. So at any point, did you consider, I'm going to get out of this athletic directing business. If I'm getting, <laughs> if I'm getting scolded for this, for trying to make a decision to keep people safe, right. so my main principal faked everything. Right. Yeah. Well, I was fortunate that I only had to, only had to endure that one year. I was able to go back where I was coaching, which was independence. So I was able to go, go back and be the athletic director uh, at independence. So only endured that one year there. Yeah. I don't know if I couldn't have got out of there fast enough. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And I, I feel like you're touching upon um, an important thing that we, we haven't really touched upon too much yet is, you know, we talk about parents a lot. We talk about coaches who've made, you know, silly mistakes, stupid mistakes. Um, but you kind of, 
when on the other end of this and your boss, your admin, your direct supervisor is the one making these silly, stupid mistakes. So that's a really important part that I don't think we've touched upon because we have two ends to our world, right? ADs have two ends to your world. You have the parents, your coaches, your athletes, but you also have your admin, your district, um, you know, kind of also telling you what to do and, and giving you guidance or, or maybe not, maybe there is no guidance because they don't have one because they were beat up on the softball field by themselves. I mean, either way, but there's a lot that goes into, um, an, an 80s everyday job for sure. So I got this question for you, Kelly, have you, or did you have a conversation with said principal after this event? Was there any communication at all between you and him? No. No, there, there, there was none. I, there may have been a few text messages. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything's okay. But then, as the situation unfolded, it was like nobody communicates with him at all. Myself, the admin team, teachers. It was, you know, the superintendent came to a to a faculty meeting and and told us this is this is what's going on. This is what's going to happen, and uh, he will not be returning. Um, and so. Once it came out, I guess the embarrassment took over, and so there was there was no more communication um, to him with anybody associated with the school. Well, what about when he you got called out to the softball field and you were like the first person at the scene of the crime? Like, how did that go down? Like, you were just out there. Like, are you yeah, okay? Well, yeah, they, they <laughs> called me on the radio, and I'm hustling out there, and. Um, one of the secretaries, his secretary was out there. And so we're kind of, they're kind of moving fast. So I'm kind of get a hustling a little bit and see what's going on. And I pass her and we get out there and then the SROs close behind and he's laying in the, he's just laying in, he's laying there in the dugout and he's just doing that heavy breathing, you know, like you're in pain. Um, uh, and he wasn't communicating very well. And so then it's, you know, you know, you call 911 and you're, you're doing all those things, but uh, and then it's just like superficial scratches uh, on his arm. Uh, it's like, like he took his car keys, you know, like I said. And um, But, you know, everybody's just saying, this is the principal of the school. What in the world is going on? Um, and there were, the school was only three years old. And so it, it brought some division amongst some different high schools. And, and there was uh, some gang activity at the school. So his story could have been credible because there were several validated gang members uh, at the school. Uh, and there was known that, you know, there was tension amongst uh, him and um, some of those members. Uh, and so that's what he created when teachers had started calling his bluffs on stuff that he was sending out and not giving credit to, to the authors. Um, and he chose this path to try to, to try to get out of it. Uh, it was very, very awkward. Um, and I guess that was my, I don't know, maybe my 13th year uh, in education. Um, and it's just like, that's it was a very weird experience. Well, and you think about the detailed plan that he went through. I mm -hmm. mean, taking out all the, the VHS tapes and making mm -hmm. sure that didn't work. And then, right. I mean, the wherewithal to think, okay, I got to act like there's a rib injury. So I'm going to throw myself up against the wall. Right. Right. Um, I mean, the thought process to make all that left his radio on his desk. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was all kinds of steps that he went through to carry out this plan. And for me, I can't get in that mindset to say, OK, I'm going to 
it'd be a whole lot easier just to say, I'm not going to work here anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I was just going to say, exactly. I don't know if plagiarism would ever make me beat myself up. Like, I don't feel like that's anywhere near close. That's why we were all, that's why I was so awkward and strange. I mean, like, who, who does this? This this actually happened. This was this was real. Um, yeah, very strange year. And that, and that concerns you because he was trusted to take care of kids, right? To take care of a staff, to take mm-hmm. care and lead a district, a high school, high school, school. I mean, it was right. he was in charge of a lot of things, and to right. think that this mind could, or this person could get to this point, mm-hmm. and think that this was the best option for him that that just blows my mind. Right. Absolutely. It's supposed to be a role model. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, oh my gosh. I put myself in Kelly's shoes. I mean, I walk out there on that scene thinking, okay, we found him. He's got some issues. All right, let's get him taken care of. Let's get him treated. You don't know all that you right. found out now. And so right. yeah. it's just simply, hey, let's react, take care of him. Let's do what's safest and best. And that's probably to be not have a game. And then now, a week or two later, when the word comes out, you got to look back and think, yeah. Moses. Right, yeah. right. They had him. They had him in the. We went to the hospital after school that day. A group of us admin team. They had a surname that wasn't his name. They had him in a room. They had a police officer outside his room because of the whole gang activity thing. And we could nobody could go see him. Uh, we talked to his wife uh, in, in the waiting room, uh, but he wasn't even registered under his own name. Uh, it was it was weird. Yeah, you, you're you're thinking this is like you know, real gang issue and there's a real serious threat to, to him and his family. Uh and then it's just like, oh yeah, no, my bad. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the question I plagiarized. Is, not just the, the threat to him and his family, but from your chair, right. could there be a threat to your students or to your right. coaches? I mean right. is there is there something there and you just acted off the knowledge that you had at that at that point and made a decision based on that. And even in hindsight, I don't think you made the right, wrong decision because you had, you reacted with the decision right. yeah. or the information that you had. So time. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just crazy our society will get mad at somebody for making a decision based on the information that they have at the time. Right, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. And so I had two questions for that. One was there because of what you're saying, like a par- police were at the hospital room. It wasn't using his name. Were there like charges that followed with this? Was there like real legal trouble that followed him because of this? Um, I think so, but you know that became so far removed from us, yeah. uh, and there was no more communication. They all, you know, you get the proverbial: it's an ongoing investigation, you know. And then uh, when the investigation ended, they told us that it had ended, you know. And, and then they looked <laughs> to put in a, a new principal. So, but I do believe that there was. Um, some uh, some things that that came out of it, um, and I, you know, he also you know, on side note, you know, he was also a uh, um, a preacher at a at a small church as well. So I think when all this happened, he removed himself from education and focused more on, on the ministry. And I think he ended up pastoring a church uh, up in up in Virginia. I think he was from Virginia, uh, so. But yeah, no, there was no more communication from him. This whole time, I would have been like, why couldn't you pick the auditorium? 
Like, why did you have to pick the softball field? Why right. did you have to do an athletic facility? Right, right. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Go to the cafeteria yeah. or mm-hmm. the auditorium right. or something. And I don't know how how affluent your school district was, but I, I'm assuming your softball field was outside, not a domed area. So people yeah. could have been by and seen said incident happened and him just throwing himself up against the wall or out yeah, there well, by himself. Yeah, no, I, I just and not real because the the fields were way at the back of the back of the school, um, and um, there was no major road or anything. It was totally in the back, so that's probably why it, he did choose that area because first thing in the morning, there's there's nobody there's nobody back there. Everybody's using the, the front of the school. The buses didn't go back. There was nothing that that went back there during that time. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have words, Kelly, because I, I was going to say, I'm almost speechless. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three months, what that? Three months on the job. All right, here we go. Yeah, and you mm. figure this out. Yeah, exactly. So the fact two that you're still in athletic administration deserves a lot of applause. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, year two is definitely easier for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could it get worse? <laughs> that gets right. <laughs> Start with the worst, and it's only been better ever since. <laughs> you said that guy hired you, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, so so your familiarity with the place was him. Mm-hmm. Your comfort level was him. And then <laughs> this turn, this took a quick turn for you, too. It is it. Yeah, thanks, Doc. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm sorry to laugh. Would be if you had a chance to talk to him now, what would that conversation be? What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what. That's probably what it would be. I mean, seriously, <laughs> who does what you did? Right. <laughs> and I'm still wrapping my mind around. You said he was a pastor too. I mean, yeah. I believe in second chances. I believe that's important. And you know, we all mess up. I, I get all that. I understand forgiveness and what that is, but. Right. Man, how is that? How do you get to that point and say, okay, I'm gonna go stand in the pulpit and try to tell other people how to live? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was just very strange events, channel events. It was. <laughs> I mean, we got a buddy in Virginia that was been on this podcast, and so maybe he could go find this guy. Maybe we could set up a conversation. <laughs> there you maybe go. We need to facilitate it if you want. Special edi- paradox special edition. That's right. Let me ask him that question. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to have that conversation just to hear you say, what in the world are you doing? Or why would you do that? Exactly. I'm just envisioning this conversation. He's like, well, you see, it just wouldn't go well. No, it wouldn't. I mean, clearly he got to that mindset where he was like, this is the best idea right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to think that once word got out that your career probably as an educator was not going to be continuing mm-hmm. um but you know you want to think about i mean especially today's days and age why why would they not reach out for help some counseling some discussion of hey kelly could i just talk to you about the situation on facebook right you know sure. maybe reach out to somebody and some and people don't do that even now and right. i guess well, that's, that's this was a long time ago though right kelly because you said yeah it was it was this was this was uh this was oh three 2003 okay. my first yeah I mean, I just, I think that we, is also 
true today that kids don't reach out, coaches don't reach out, especially in this world that we've dealt with since COVID. I think right. the mental the mental health side of things, we're not gonna still we're not gonna see the full ramifications of this for a while. Um, but we deal with coaches whose seasons ended. We deal with students whose seasons ended, and maybe they're not reaching out. This is a classic example of somebody who didn't reach out to somebody and say, "Hey, I need some help." Right. Yeah. Exactly. Kelly, we've heard some humdingers. On the- <laughs> I don't know how many times we've been left speechless, though. Like this is right. Yeah. It's- that's yeah. That's that's, that's something. Yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that they called you because it was on the softball field. I mean, yeah. that, that just blows yeah. my that's, mind. It's not like a yeah, game was like, going on. Like I'm the only one that, like I'm the only one that had a key to the gate. You know, uh, Coach Lewis, <laughs> can you come out to the softball field? Uh, we need the gate open. I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I was just on our football field today, and it wasn't anything like this, but. Um, and I guess it's the same. If something happens, they call me. Hey, Dustin, I need somebody to unlock this gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I've never had somebody call me and say, hey, your principal's out here and got roughed up a little bit. Yeah. Come help. Yeah. Okay. Be right there. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> Kelly gets called out to the softball field, he's like, why? Yeah, exactly. Tell me why. Not a little coming. more detail now. <laughs> What do you need out there? (laughs) Let me know what I'm walking into here. No doubt. Maybe having some PTSD now. (laughs) Anytime that radio calls, hey, Coach Lewis, can you get out here? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately, since then, there hasn't been a situation like that. It's been, I mean, that's that's maybe as extreme as it can get. I would hope for your sake. Yes. you haven't had to deal with anything like that. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing that extreme uh, s- since then. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Kelly, we wanted to set the bar high, but sweet Moses, I don't know if anybody can reach this because this yeah. is a whole different level of. I mean, I, well, I'm trying. I always like to find the positive in everything, right? So, like you. Like Kelly you is could still make, employed you, in athletic administration. That's I a positive. Well, right. in that first year, like you really couldn't do anything that was going to be worse or wrong. Like, and if your little mistakes weren't going to seem like Correct. that big of mistakes yeah. after exactly. that, <laughs> you kind of had like a free card yeah. that year. Get a free pass, free pass for the rest of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this over twenty years, and I don't know that I would have reacted any differently. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, in reality, I mean, it, everybody's got 2020 in hindsight. They can look back on and say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Well, you didn't know that information at the time. Right. But exactly. for you to be able to not just stay in athletic administration, but stay in athletic administration at that school, I mean, I'm sure May couldn't get here soon enough for you in that situation. Because right. I'm assuming this was November-ish, December, when yep. the basketball season was getting going. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. I'm thinking, man, that countdown to May is quick. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the principal they put into place, uh, he was a middle school principal, never been in a high school. So then it was teaching him, you know, all right, high school athletics is just a little bit different than middle school <laughs> athletics. You know, so. Just a dad. So then it was, you know, trying to bring him up to speed. And I'm just like, um, so when I had the opportunity to go back to the school where I was coaching, I was like, yeah. Just, yeah, call my principal, let him know you're bringing me back. So I'll be there. 
I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Not your former principal. Uh, the current uh, principal. No, no, the no. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was a reference for anybody. No, 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 not him. <laughs> so, if your campus or your softball field was at the back of campus, I mean, I'm assuming ambulance had easy access to be able to get back there and such, but mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine the legit concern that everybody had that, hey, we got to call 911 in right. order to get him up there, even if it was just scratches on the arm or his ribs were hurt, you don't know about internal bleeding or whatever, right. you can't see that stuff. But I'm assuming the alarm was not just for you, but the, everybody was on high alert just trying to make sure he was safe and right. make sure that he was okay and get him medical treatment. Right, correct, correct. And it was the back of school, and that's where the, the student parking lot was. So, yeah, it was easy access uh, for, for all of that. But the concern, you know, because it comes in the front of the school and has to go around the back and, you know, students, you know, I, you know, then it's like, what's going on? Uh, what's happening? Um, yeah. It was, it was an event, all day event. That's for sure. So, what was the conversation like with the kids and and teachers moving forward? Um, you know, I know you said it was wrapped up, and they came in and said he won't be here anymore. But at some point, you had to communicate with kids to say, "Hey, here's what here's what transpired." Um, you know, the principal's right. off in the hospital. Well, I'm assuming that had to happen. Maybe it didn't, but I, I would assume that would have to be a conversation that was had. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was a conversation that was had because, you know, the media then picked it up because his story and then his story got out. And so then the media, the media picked it up. And so you had to um, you had to meet with the students. And, you know, I think it was maybe maybe the next day in the morning. It was a small, a smaller school and we were able to, to pull them in um, uh, and, and speak with them and let them know. It was very limited information because, you know, you know how school districts are. You know, they're only going to give you. Uh, what they want you to know and what they want you to tell. So uh, the district spokesperson came out and, and spoke to the staff and, and the students. And then, you know, that's they provided updates uh, as they could. Uh, and then, you know, when it all came out, it's in the media. And, you know, the kids read that just like the, the adults do. And, um you know, you can't answer all the questions as to why, because the adults in the building, we really didn't know why he did what he did. You know, we, you just try to you try to comfort them uh, and let them know things are going to things are going to be OK. And there's people here that are going to be able to still, you know, make this a, a good school year and a positive experience because it's the third year over. So it was only like the second senior class. So it was only like the second graduating class. Um, and we just tried to rebound from it uh and i had the best school year that we could to get through i guess i guess was there a sufficient answer for why or what (laughs) no no i don't think so i I don't think so it was they were kind of left to make their own conclusions i guess and i feel like (laughs) there would have been like a lot you know you know dustin you touched upon that like you're out there and you got to get the ambulance out there and make sure he's okay and he's safe. But like my mind would have been like, if there's a gang of people, kids running around that are this angry, like what about all the kids at the school? Like, I think I probably would have like had like a shelter in place type of lockdown at the school or something to make sure the right. kids were safe. Um, you know, I'm not sure how North Carolina schools are, but like here in Florida, schools are outdoors. You know, all campuses are outdoors and they have gates around them, but they're they're outdoors. 
So that would have been a concern. Definitely. is right. like, let's get our kids safe. Cause we don't know where any of these people are. Right. We're not right. in the softball field. So right. where are they? Right. Um, yeah. And that would have well, been an issue too. It, it was a new school. So it was all under one building. So that was, that was the good thing. Uh, and we were a large, uh, largest school system in the state at that time, the school system I was in. So they had their own police department within the school. Oh, wow. So they were able to send out a lot of additional resources to the school uh, just because they, they have their own, they have their own police department with a chief and everything. So. Well, so I would have thought not just for kids, but for, I mean, if I'm Kelly, I'm thinking, okay, this joker hired me. <laughs> so am I part of this? Am I part of this plan? Are they going to try to come after me? Or are they? Gonna I was just to get uh, or whatever. I was just already being nice to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good plan. Yeah. Oh, good plan. That's right. This morning, hey, how are you? I, I can just see. Turn on the the exactly. Yep, exactly. Kill them with kindness, everybody. Everybody, how you doing? That? Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let me get that door for you. Whatever it takes. I mean, that's right. What a great response! I, I wasn't expecting that, Joey. Started <laughs> <laughs> being nice to everyone. Yeah, yeah that's. I mean, maybe except that guy. Right. Well, the the cause of it all. I mean, right. 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 I, I can imagine even. Okay, word does get out. Let's say three weeks happen, go by or whatever, whatever that time frame was. What the water water cooler talk was amongst faculty and teachers and staff at the high school level, thinking, right, did this really just happen? Am I? And you know, I don't know if punked was around then. If that was you know an episode <laughs> that Ashton Kutcher was doing or something, but. Did that really just happen to us? Was probably something that was said a few times around the old water cooler. Mm-hmm. No question, no question. You know, you never got, and a lot of people probably never got. You know, the closure that they wanted. You know, because like we said, you know, school districts they're only going to tell you what they want you to what they want you to know. Um, so it was as little information uh, as as possible. Um, well, and some of that faculty probably would have given the finger up at sign as quick as they could. Um, just to say, you know, they were already having issues with him anyway, the plagiarism, right. and they were calling him out on it. But this was just icing on the cake. And then they say, all right, good riddance, let's get the new one in. And right. Exactly. Go and we got school to that, yep. That's probably the thing that when these things happen, and, and you think about, I'm not going to say this is at the same level as 9 11 or anything like that, but how sports brings people back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when we had 9 11, everybody's wondering when the next baseball game is going to be. and well, how are we going to continue? Are we going to play football? Are we not going to play football? And you made the decision. Right. And this was, I mean, this was, I guess, after 9-11 happened. Cause that it was just like, happened in 03. So it only been, uh, what, not just two years afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody on that, on that, in that time frame was like, hey, this, we just got to make sure that we're careful. We pump the brakes. And we don't want to put something out there too soon. We don't want to get in an environment that is too soon. When COVID happened around here, everybody just started canceling everything. They right. just say, hey, we'll figure this out and then resume mm-hmm. sports at some point, which we never did. We right. say they took the longest spring break ever in Arkansas because we didn't start again until the fall. Uh, <laughs> it was up in March and then took spring break until, until, 
till uh, August of the next year. But you know, it's amazing how we put things on pause, and that's what you did. Hey, we're just going to cancel the game. The game isn't worth it. Right. Let's be safe. Let's make sure everything. Let's get all the details we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and had you know that this was self-inflicted, you might have just said, "Yeah, let's play the game, but let's move it to today." Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No. No doubt. Absolutely. Wow. I'm just <laughs> Kelly. You got me at a loss, brother. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> totally <laughs> not my intention. This is my true reaction. I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, Kelly did not warn us of what he was going to tell us. This was this was our real reaction. <laughs> I, I, what I think I want to do is, I'm thinking in our next cohort call, I want to I want to bring this up and just say, hey, Kelly is just, he's just the silent guy that kind of sits back there, but boy, does he have a story. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's a there's a lot of years of experience in that cohort. You know, I don't, I, you know, I I do a lot of a lot of taking in on, on those calls. Yeah, but the same thing when I did last year. I was like a sponge, just just learning yeah. from people all around that are different. Right. But man, Kelly, I don't know if anybody can match this story. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, I don't know that you want to be applauded for that, but I'm applauding you because it's a. I mean, that is something that I I did not see coming. I'm sure yep. you didn't see coming in the middle of that mess. But I mean, I did not expect you to say that at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's just another example of, you know, this had nothing to do with you or athletics, but it was directly affected you and your athletic team. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. right. I mean, it, you know, it says right there, you know, untold stories. So, I mean, <laughs> I, there's, there's a, I hope maybe I met maybe I met the uh, the standard there. Uh, um, well, I also think that we talked about this in numerous episodes. You don't have a plan for this. No. You don't have a plan for a principal, at your point, a principal who looks like he's injured, looks like it may be gang-related just based off the story. What do you got to do? You got to take care of the situation, and you just do that. Well, you don't have an emergency action plan that details that out. Right. And right. so, Daryl Nancy, you mentioned earlier, is that our job is often reactionary. We just got to react to whatever mm-hmm. comes at us. We may have a plan and be, try to be proactive, but you don't have a plan for something like this. No. And so you you operate off the limited information that you have. You make the best decision, and then, whew, man, I, I may be I may be questioning some things if I get called out to something like this. Be like, hey, wait a minute. I know Kelly Lewis, and I know what he went through. We gotta, does this pass the litmus test? Of being <laughs> Well, this is exactly, you know, what our the whole reason for our podcast, right? Like we want to think about the things that you never thought of. So you can have a plan or some sort of thought in your brain for when this happens and you don't feel so alone. But this is why you don't expect role models to behave in such a way. No, no. Yeah. So on, on, you know, so on your next interviews, you know, you're kind of interviewing the principal, just like the principal is interviewing you. See if I can get a good feel for this person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might want to find out if there's any related. Just check his arms and see. Uh, 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 yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. I, 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 what I really appreciate is I, I I sent Kelly a message and just said, hey, would you be interested in being a guest on this show? And and he jumped at the chance and said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do it. It was 
kind of a main voyage for him to try to be on a podcast. And man, I'm glad you jumped on this. You took a chance on us and we said, okay, let's, but you, you caught me with a sucker punch. I wasn't expecting. Mm -hmm. And I applaud you for that, but I, man, I appreciate you jumping on here with us and spending some time and telling this story as painful as it may be for you. But just to tell us, man, that when we, we created this podcast, it was to say, we can't, we can't, plan for everything that happens but things happen right stuff happens in our life crap happens as ad's and we just got to deal with it and certainly you got dealt with a big old mess of crap there yeah year yeah. one year yeah. one year one yeah it wasn't even a full year yeah, not even the hell end of it right. here's the start exactly. of it exactly yeah i yeah no i i agree i can't you know say thank you enough for for jumping on here and sharing on that story with us and yeah, no, I, it's still speechless of, of how somebody <laughs> could think that you're working in, you know, public education and you think that that's an okay way to behave and it, it is not. And once again, 80s are the ones stuck cleaning it up. So right. kudos to you for sticking to your ground. And even now, you know, however many years, 20 years, 10 years later, where you're you're saying, I, I still made the right call knowing the information that I had. Um, but yeah, oh, kudos yeah, to you yeah. for, for, for sharing I would, that yeah. with us. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have changed. Uh, anything uh, about you know about that uh, situation with the like Dustin said with the information that we had uh, at the time. Well, yeah, exactly. Here's what I know: this was our first trip to North Carolina, but the bar is high. I mean, some people have to really jump up their game to try to match this story. So, Kelly, man, thanks for setting that bar high. Thanks for jumping in here, and I appreciate you taking the chance on us to spend some time. I know your time is valuable and you got things you've got planned and scheduled that you've got to do. So thank you for cutting out time and spending with us. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. It was a lot of fun. I, re I really do appreciate the opportunity. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. And um, thank you to our listeners. And thank you to Take a Spigot, who sponsors all of our episodes. And we'll be back next week.